live, but from New York. It's the Men on Pause podcast. The Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. The Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Yes, and welcome to another unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. That's right, folks. We are your hosts. It is me, Jerry D. I A Z, aka Ed Molifoca. And I am the 16th letter, P. That's right, and welcome to episode number 92. 92. All right, 92. 92 is a big year. 1990, little P and little J graduate from eighth grade. That was big. That was big. Looking forward towards high school, seeing how high school, well, I mean, we technically started high school the same year, but eighth grade was the big moment. Eighth grade was the graduation. It was the last year we were in school with girls because we were headed to an all-boy military academy I mean, school, Catholic, Jesuit. Yeah. I mean, you could say we went to school with some girls at this all-boys school, but you know, that's for them yeah. to decide. Yeah. Folks, 92 episodes. I don't know who asked them, but guess what? They're here. Oh boy, and are they here? We're just coming off an exciting event. First of all, let me just ask P, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Everything good? Everything is gravy, nice and juicy, and you know, gooey and good, warm. Ooh, sound like a nice. gummy bear on the inside. Yeah, true. You, yeah, for real. All right, so let's get right to it. A couple of nights ago, we had an event co-hosted by yours truly, the Menopause Podcast, and our friends <laughs> over, our really, really, really good friends over at the Smartest Guy in the Room Podcast. Yep. Uh, more on them in a little bit. First of all, we want to thank Remy Martin, Suyo Castro Fusion Restaurant, and Jose Morales, also known as Apartment 78, and lover of his community. Let me tell you something, man. This dude, I can't even tell you how grateful we are. Got pee out of the house. The food was it delicious. Was, I mean, free food. And I mean, it's Remy Martin, so you know, you know what's happening when the, you know what I'm saying? It's like that Ricky song. Remy's in the system, system. but yeah, no, it was, it was a, it was a like, good experience, man. The, it was like I said, the restaurant, the food was excellent. Mr. Jose, I mean, just the fact that he got all these people together there, just the fact that he gives back so much, that was just amazing. I felt the vibe in the room there. It was just a lot of creativity all over the place. Well, before it, we move, it was well, good. Well, before we move on, I want to quickly shout out some of the podcasts that were there. The thing is, is, there's so much creativity. Everybody's got their own lane. Everybody does their own different thing, but everybody's great in their own way. We had the OGs, the Latinos Out Loud was there, our friends. What's up? Rachel came through. Jamie came through. Yep, what up, y'all? Rachel, so Jamie. Frank, what happened? You were missed, bro. What happened? Ladies who brought you, the great Skittles was there. You need to yes. say not more. Skittles and pee in one room. There was 
was too much energy. Chica chats. Love their hair. I saw her. She was sitting across from me. She's dope. Nah, man. So this is what I'm talking about. Things like this. She was an intern for Latinos Out Loud and she created her dope. own podcast and went from there. I mean, and she's great. Dope. She's amazing. Uh, we finally got to meet the great Rick H. Uh, shout out to all those boys out there. Rick H. From the Rick H. Show. Praise came through. What, nice yo, Praise is cool as motherfucker, man. Praise. And not that oh, Rick yeah. is a Rick. I love you. You know I love you. But I'm just saying, now I know why your name is Craze, man. That's that's dope. Of course, Ellie Jazz, the great, beautiful Ellie Jazz. P, you finally got to meet her. Yeah, she's very nice. Very nice. Incredibly talented. Another another young lady that I... I mean, these are all people that, that I've seen coming up and I'm very, extremely proud of. New York Dose. Shout out to mm-hmm. DJ and to Ada. Yo, they... He used to Costa Rica. I remember that. Can you that. say some cool-looking motherfucker? Like, some cool-looking ass My man people. had the Tatis shit going, but better. Every he, time... She wasn't only blonde. He had a little bit of, like, taquah. A little man, hint nah, of, like... That's that. Yo, I'm, I'm cool and I can pull this off, look. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they Period. were cool as hell, and we look hell forward. Yeah. We look forward to working with y'all a lot. I want to also give a shout out to uh, Catherine Mendoza from the Mess in Progress. Yeah, homegirl Gina couldn't be there. I mean, she's like a finalist on America's Got Talent. She's doing her thing, and of course, Catherine is like a TikTok superstar. So shout outs to them. Thank you for coming through, and I hope you enjoyed the meal. I'm in plural. P L A. Yeah, I can spell P L. I'm not taking you to the spelling bee. P. I mean, it's I'm, and you know what the worst part it is? I'm looking it's in front right of you. at it. Yeah, I know. Which P L U R A W L plural. Abel. That's his name. That's the name of the podcast. All right. The wonderful ladies from the Salon Chronicles. Yep, yep. Really love what y'all are doing, and we appreciate what y'all are doing. Like especially for it's just power moves, bro. Especially like for our sisters, man. Like they, that's yeah, something man. for our sisters, man. That's beautiful. Very impressive. And then, of course, you know, last but not least, the other technical engineer of this whole fucking thing and the silent godfather of the whole industry, one of the guardian angels of this podcast, should we say, and fan, my cousin, Mike Diaz, Juan Bago. Thank you. He's always there, man, making those connections. You know what I'm saying? He's I'm sorry. You know, like me and Mike scratch each other at times, but me, I just feel so warm when he's around. When Mike is around, I feel like I'm being hugged at all times. I'm koala bear. I'm being koala bear. I'm in his arms. I feel safe. Yeah, I just feel safe. I'm glad to see you guys are coming around in the relationship. You know, sometimes. Let me tell you, I I, I never take this for granted, bro. To have a, a person that's like Mike that gets into rooms and to have him have your name in his mouth is a very, it's something you can't, you can't buy that. Shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't buy that shit. You can't. So thank you, Mike. Well, thank I'd you for it. I know. I know where you're going with. Yeah. I just I want to say thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for putting that together. And Jose Morales again for facilitating that and to Remy Martin. And not to the night, the way that it went. I mean, you know, we fed everybody. We, we gave everybody drinks. Everybody kind of everybody started like networking and talking. And you know, especially in the podcast business, we don't always see each other's faces. It's all audio. Uh, a lot of and us don't thank you for the greens, man. I mean, it was just oh, if I would have known, I would have brought fair. like everybody had except for us like everybody not true not true i put into the cypher oh, okay good so we good. came out clean yeah yeah and i okay, put into the cool, cypher cool. i put in a couple on the cypher I we didn't because i just nah, came nah. and i didn't know what kind of party was gonna be you know so sometimes you gotta be respectful certain people no don't. i mean it was a private event you had to have an invite to be there it was great seeing a lot of people i hadn't seen in a while my sister rachel i hadn't seen her in a minute it looks amazing by the way it's like she's... yeah it should look great my man's jamie. over at jamie jamie my man jamie just jamie just say jamie love you bro jamie 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 
just being Jamie. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And and I don't want him to. I don't want it to sound like I'm saying anything. It's just that's what Jamie. He's just a fucking guy. That's just a um, guy. But it was cool to actually sit down and sit and talk to Rick H. You know, and he's got over there. He's putting a whole network together, and they've been very supportive of our podcast in their own way. Busy guys from all over the place. There was a they made they were making three drinks there, right? They had three drinks. Right, first we get there, we were the first ones there. First of all, nobody was there, and you and I, I walked. We were right. making shit. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, my Bordeaux didn't come in, and I didn't go on my Bordeaux. I'm tight that I didn't go on my Bordeaux. Everybody showed up in nice cakes. And I didn't have my Bordeaux. He didn't have his Bordeaux. But it's okay. I represented with the gambles. I held this yeah. thing. We get there too early, so we got to step back outside, and I guess pregame again, you know, because we had just gotten off the subway, thought we were late. And as we're standing outside, people are getting in, and we all kind of make an entrance together. Luckily, me and P had already had our vax cards checked and all that. So we already had our passports uh, stamped, so we can get through, and we kind of got through while everybody was doing their thing. So we get there. They have three drinks. One's with like like a pina colada kind of thing. Another one's just the like French pina- bulldog that I followed JB and I drank the same shit, but I kept taking the bottle and just drinking the juice. That's why I wasn't as lit as everybody. I kept drinking the sidecar and he kept giving it to me in fucking martini glasses like I'm a bitch from Sex in the City. Nice. But them shits snuck they up on strong. you. They were strong as shit and they tasted really good because you know I don't <laughs> drink. But I also wasn't drinking like that. And by the second drink, I was like, hello. I also had beat because I knew I was going to eat for free. Yeah, you were a little fresh. I was not. I had to net you. You were a little fresh. I had to net. You were fresh. We were. I was. We were hosting the event. All I'm saying is you hugged a lot more than I needed. to Did see. I or didn't I not check in with you though? Like, are you okay, hun? Like twice. All right then. At a networking event that and I was you throwing, forgot and I still it was took there. Out time. I was making us look good. By the way, we were hosting it. I was making us look good. Man, it was a fun night, man. Oh Everything man, yo, the cool, food. Man. Like, it was such the a food, fun night. They, they were serving these chicken empanadas. They were stuffed. Those things were stuffed. And when stuffed. I tell you, it, like they weren't like empty at all, right? Like you were opening in the, the, the normally an empanada has a little uh, crust that they do with the fork on the edges. Yes, that you can't even it, hold they it. They folded right? it in. It was so much meat that you couldn't even have a crust. Mm-hmm. It was like a, one of my blunts roll, mm-hmm. like just in the middle where it's all falling apart because it's just too much in the middle. It was so, but it's, it was they were so delicious. Chimney chimney sauce, sauce was good. Oh my god! And then of course the I'm main meal was a churrasco. Oh, everybody perfect. picked that steak. That shit was so oh, good. Perfect. You know how you know it's good? I was telling this to Mike. You know how you know it's good because then like the next day when you're taking a shit. Yeah. You smell the meal all over. Like I smelled that churrasco. Like I was like, wow. And it was like, it was like, I smell it. I sm- it's in That's there. Gross. Cause that shit clean, you know what I'm saying? And then they had, of course, a tres leches cake, which I never tasted. They never got to our side. I didn't want to taste it because I can't fuck with this like that. We just were staring at that shit, like, "Yo, what's up? Yeah, I miss this area, like uh, hard, hard." Ellie Jackson and I shared a little bit of it. Okay, at least you got I to Ellie. taste it. Huh? At least you got to taste it. I just looked at it from afar. Taste what? Oh, like, you talking about the tres leches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, hey, but it was I dope just because it from far away. That was it. I just saw it in other people's bowels. Like, what the fuck? Where's it covered? But it's okay. So help me maintain your figure. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't... Yeah, I guess it was for the best. After that, I had to make a little speech. Me and O made a little speech, including with Jose, thanking everybody there. People thought I wrote that speech, by the way. Mm. Yeah. I like the the stickers he gave out. Those are cool. But he didn't give one to me personally, but... Oh, who? The smartest guys? Yeah. By the time I read the New York Dose one? It was like a hologram. No. Yo, it's dope. I got one. Well, I was mingling and talking to people they gave me there. And I got a card. And anyway, to tell you the truth, I have to give you props for props to do you. You did. Um, you no, did people, mingle. Were you were talking to people and shit. Like you didn't. You didn't go into I, a cave. 
I did it. But there's the people that were so nice. I mean, they just, they were professionals. They there were was a lot strong. of people there that, so, that were like, oh my God, is that the face behind the coding voice? Oh, shit. <laughs> no. Somebody thought I was Native American. Everybody thought Somebody Native asked American. me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was like, justice from another tribe. So, there you go. You, know, you come shout from out, the nations. Shout out to the, that's what we wanted to say real quick. Shout out to the smartest guys in the rooms podcast. My, my brother, Oscar, and my brother, O. Uh, my other brother, my little brother, Jeff. These are all like really smart dudes. And now my new brother, Just, and he's your brother now too, apparently. Shit, brother like four times. Yeah, nah, but them, yo, they some cool, I told you they some cool mother. I told you. Expect that some cross-pollination episodes very soon, straight up. Bro, um, I fucking, I heard they're talking about their Bitcoin bit, and then I was like, oh my God, these motherfuckers. Statistics, right? So, uh, no, there's one. No, they went to college, like they are the version of us if we went to college and we're young and good looking. Oh, I was looking young, had money, right? And we're successful, right? That would be uh, that would that would have been, but we chose our own path. We chose a different road, we chose we like to struggle, we like to struggle, we like to, we need a character building in our story. Yeah, we take shit for granted too quickly, that's why. So, we have to keep it gives us more. More uh, content to, you know, lyrics and stuff like that. I mean, you wouldn't be getting the show that you're getting right now. No, the evolution it's of pain. We're not award, soon to be award winning, but critically acclaimed. Right. We're going to get our own trophies if need be. Because hosts are, I mean, we, yeah, we make our own award show and then just give our shit our own trophies. Uh, who knows? Yeah. I'm telling you, get, bro? I'm telling I, you, I, when you get in that movie, when I get in that movie, and then all of a sudden people are gonna be like, "Who? What else?" And then they're gonna find this shit. This shit is gonna boost to like a hundred thousand views because none of our shit is dated. You don't have to like, you understand what I'm saying? Nothing's time stamped. We're dated. That's the only thing that's dated. We're the only thing. We started off the fucking show dated. <laughs> but yeah, uh, shout out to those guys over at the smartest guys in the room. They they got that marketing thing down. They did. They do it in a well, storefront. I was gonna ask Jeff, like, yo, not even ask him, but I was like, gonna call compliment about that outfit but man had the cement threes I was yeah. like oh I'm still waiting for those in the mail and then I knew he was a collector the minute I saw his t-shirt I was like oh my man and I looked at uh, Oscar and he was also with the sneakers I was like oh shit this is real now I met you a different world with people that are into the whole sneaker world so now like, you understand why I, had, why I had when you would criticize me now you understand like you I know get I'm not it, a but ass. that's the shit but it doesn't it only works when people appreciate what you have right now you know, but now you know I'm not a sneaker and I'm, I'm stay to this day I have a lot of shoes but I'm not a sneakerhead like that I wear my sneakers I put creases on them I don't give a f- I pay I pay 200 I don't know yet I'll let you know when my Bordeaux get here if I'm a sneakerhead or not that's all I'm gonna say listen you just sat here and complimented everybody's shoes at the event yeah and you've been talking about sneakers for three weeks right but it's we'll see if you're I wear you're a fucking sneakerhead yeah okay yeah they yeah. would drop Nike dropped some shit yesterday at 10 o'clock they were all whacked up to see you know Mike thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, thanks. but yeah I mean, it was just great to be. And you know what? At the end of the day, we just compl- I just complimented other guys in their gear. How how sure of my sexuality am I? And then Skittles with that shirt. I know he cut it up himself. That's just creativity. Like that's the kind of shit I would. That's the kind of designer I would like. People that could see visions like that. Skittles is a visionary. 
saying. Imagine if he would have grabbed the people of our shirts, what he would have been looked like. You're right. You're right. That's it would have been a step up in the modern one. Right. Because I told you I wanted to cut the sleeves off. I have the other ones that have no sleeves or whatever, but you know, he would have done some ill shit too. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Skittles is probably a personification of the being that's inside of you that wants to come out. Let's say get it out of you, then it'll be out. Get what out of me, first of all. You know what? Exactly. Let's change the subject. We were, let's talk about the party. All right. So we ate, everybody had a good time, but you know what? At the end of the day, what was also very nice? We were out, man. Yeah. We yeah, were yeah. out. We were outside, mm. like, you know, and it was private. You know, it was just nice to be recognized and be out and having a good time, having drinks, carefree. You and know? we hung in the streets. We were chilling outside the place, just chilling. It was Smoking, dope. Chilling. It was dope. And, and also, these guys had like pounds on them. I just the only say thing, that. These the guys only had thing. Yo, all I'm saying is the only thing that was left was for us to start dancing. That was it. If someone had put on doo-doo brown, I swear to God. I oh, swear to God. what? What? By the way, don't we get did. me started. Don't you get me what? started on that. Let them know. You, you know what? I was saving it. Let them know. Yeah, let them know. I will, we were saying, but you know what? It's time for a manual. This is a Men on Pause podcast manual entry number 51. Uncle Luke's doo-doo burn. Okay. He's not even waiting for me to drop the music. Our podcast manual this week is Doodoo Brown. Look, I know you might see it as a vulgar. It's an anthem. Lewd song by the Two Live Crew, right? AKA Uncle Luke. Luke Campbell. Uncle Luke Un- Campbell. Uncle Luke was. Who owns the Miami Hurricanes like back they- in the 80s? He owned the Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> he said he owned the college team. He would buy- yeah, the college team. He paid for everybody's tuition and shit. The thing with Uncle Luke was. He's a booster. That's the kind of money he bought. <laughs> he is He's a booster. <laughs> we not haven't gone to college. <laughs> he didn't even go to college. He's like, I just own this part of Miami. Mm-hmm. Back in, he came out at a time where you know porn and stuff like that wasn't as accessible, so you could really use titillation and visual effects in your music videos. Listen, I was never more grateful to Uncle Luke when I was 12, 13 years old, and you're starting to discover certain things, and you're like, Oh, that's how it makes me. And you see just like booty shaking and, and the talent those women had. And that was thing, pure talent. I'm sorry, if you could do the booty shaking in that video, oh, like I was what and, and also like if you I were if you're like dance with that kind of class. But like if you're 10 years old and you get your hands on like a, I don't know, a Migos album or a Cardi B joint where she talk about eating <laughs> You know, you, you could run into Gobby. that. But, but back when we were kids, you couldn't get your hands on that. And when we got our hands on the Two Life Crew album, where all they were, it's like, you know, suck my pop balls. That. See, pop, baby, pop, pop that. that. Yeah. Baby, pop. Yo. Pop, pop, pop. That, what else? that was risque. No, that was so risque. Like, you couldn't play that shit around your parents. You were going to lose that tape. But they played that, that shit had at the every label. party. It had the label. It had the label. The warning. On the CD. They had a lot of controversy. They had the pastors over there. Like, just like the gangster rap, they would yeah. uh, burn the CDs or whatever, or crush the CDs. He had a lot Parental of that Parental guidance is suggested. Yup. We went to court over that shit. But by the time we were like 15, 16, Doodoo Brown had become an anthem. Because it came out when we were like 8, 7, or 8 years old we weren't supposed to hear that yeah, song we were young, we, the yeah. album was way too little for, way, way, way too old for us but once we got to like even the cover like, of the album come on man too but too even young. the music videos they were playing on like yeah. BET After Dark and MTV whatever so we listened in the Doodle Brown at any party we're not even going to talk about those implications right because yeah. needless to say once we got old enough to go to strip clubs oh, and, it they, was just, it and was they would off. play that song right that was a song where it was just they saved that shit for celebrity walk-ins and shit mm-hmm. that song was saved if there was a celebrity coming in that night, it was just one of those songs. Because how was it that? Uh, how was it that with the song was starting? You would say. <laughs> 
and he would go, he would say something. Don't stop, pop that, let me see you doodle brown. I would have I would have When you would hear. Everybody was standing for that. So needless to say, at a strip club, that was a hit. It was a major hit. But if you heard this at a school dance party, the impl- there was a lot of implications, okay? 50, 60. Yeah, because at, at this point, it's probably in the middle or getting towards the yeah. climax or the end of the party. Because this is when people start to get wild. Right? Over. right. As soon as you were here, Luke, let me see you doo-doo brown. I'm going to run up. Once you heard that, here's a couple of things that would happen, okay? You could be lucky and be around a chick that is like, all right, it's almost like last call. Yeah, or maybe, so I ain't gonna or waste maybe the song. Like, right, or maybe, waste the song. Right, or maybe she was waiting for you to go up to her the whole night and you never did, so she's oh, like, okay? Damn it. Or it's the chance for you to make your move. Because during Doodle Brown, that's when they would bend over and do the butt wagging and the twerking and and pushing up against your body. They were back. That's That's, when they started back. So if you were hanging out with a girl and that song came on at a party and y'all was like, but that's how a girl let you know like that she liked it. It's on. You oh we dance to do your son we just dance yeah Doodle Brown is a special song. Some girls only dance out with they bad. You know what I'm saying? Some girl only dance that song with they bad. You dance that song with a dude and you was grinding and it's the same pop that coochie and all this other yeah. stuff it's over that's how the girl let you, like there was not a lot of signs we didn't have swipe right swipe left bullshit that's how they saw we got swipe right but we don't have and you and you said it <laughs> earlier what's the most depressing thing that you've seen on the dance floor <sighs> bro but that song starts and she's like in the three-point stance and the butt is in the air. My man try to come up from behind her, dance behind her. She turns around and puts that hand on your chest like, I'm good, sweetie. She straightens oh, up. She straightens up. She was bent over. She straightens up and puts her hand on your oh. chest. She's like, nah, I'm good. That crushes me when I see that shit happen, bro. In front of everybody. That crushes me, bro. And you know everybody. what's worse? When it doesn't crush the person that it happens to. That's like, Put the brakes out, bro. Put the brakes out. Like, look around you. Read the room. You know what I'm yeah. Read the room. Right. You got to know where you're sitting. You got to know if she just came out of the VIP. You know what I mean? You got to know what kind of people towards at times. I'm not going to say you might not have spiritual magic, but it's one of those things. You got to kind of know. You got to know if you don't have, like, spiritual magic between y'all right away. I mean, you right. just, not that I'm going to try to glorify certain shit because, you know, they got the $200 bottle section areas. You know what I'm saying? And if you ain't got a fresh pair of Bordeaux on, she might not look at you. What if you ain't got, you know what I mean? If you, you are you trying to get a deal from Jordan or something that you keep mentioning? Say, or like a fresh pair, like PST Retro 4s. What? You know what I mean, Chris? Because you know what I've noticed? People look at your feet a lot of times, especially with girls with open toe shoes. Oh, those are great. Or heel showers. Mm-hmm. I love shoes. It's like, I just think it shows a lot about the person. Like, if you're into your shoes or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's well, just, that's when you would really see their shoes during Doo Doo Brown because they usually have their feet right, in the air. In the air. Yeah. You hold it there, right? Because of shit through the hairstyle. Yeah, no, you're literally doing the wheelbarrow without yeah, moving. Right, right. It, it was, yo, those were wild times. Because then were? after that, once you were in that locked position from the doodle browning, they would mm-hmm. go straight into that reggae stuff. And we already just mm-hmm. did an episode about reggae. We don't mm-hmm. even need to get that. But mm-hmm. that's when that. I just want to mention the happen. backwards tarantula, 3619. Right, yes. Mr. Ray Mysterio, but and, that's the and, backwards tarantula. And then after that, you just walk to the wall and it's make out time. Yeah. And then yeah. once they start playing... Hopefully. The S- yeah, no, and then once they start playing the SWV... That's a wrap. Good night. It's a wrap. You're doing the slow dancing, making out. Breakdown. Only let your love to shower, make up.
and you just like make it up. Pray for me. Yo, what? Hopefully for some, but all. You know why you remember those nights? Because he very rarely happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, in our defense, it was only like three dances a year. Oh man, we got off track. We were talking about Dude Brown. Sorry. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's these are the all the implications of music and dude and that song in particular, Dude Brown. It was it was a hit in the strip clubs. It was a part of our adulthood when we got into that. It was a large part of our childhood when it was part of the risque naughtiness. And when we were teenagers, it helped us communicate with other girls. Like that was their swipe right, swipe left. If you pulled up on her, she turned around and she kept dancing. Yo, there was no that was it. It was thank over. You, Uncle Luke. It was over. Say. Yes. Thank you, Uncle Luke. This was a Men on Pause podcast manual entry number 51. Uncle Luke's Doodle Brown. And that was another. We've been, you know, we went on a long stretch without doing any manuals, and then all of a sudden, like, we've done a couple. Like, it's because we're getting, we're opening up more. That's what it is. We're sharing more. I also people think people share with us more. Right. And also, we are organically getting to these. Right. And always remember, you cannot force open the petals of a flower. No. Wow. Yeah. You like sound that? like a real fucking. Keep, diver- you sound like a divergentizing. Yeah. You sound like a divergentizing pervert. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, you took it to that. That's a very specific type of pervert. You know, there's a whole lot of perverts. Right? You got the peeping time perverts. You got the panty sniffing perverts. You got the you got a groomer perverts. here. <laughs> That's a groomer. <laughs> Fucking Chester, straight up grooming your next wife. Wow. All right. All right. I think that's. A, that's a, I think that's a very through zoo. I, I think that's a very dangerous edge to be crawling on. So let's just. Uh, I think we should end the show here. Right. Anything you want to say before we go? Well, anything you. non-edge-wise that you want to say before we go? We might fall off the cliff, nigga. Come on now. Thank yous to everybody. Thank you to everybody that's been sending us stuff. Thank you to Kel. I mean, Kel is always just Kel swipe. Yo, Kel, I love you, bro. Got the peaks, yeah. You gonna mention her every show now? Is that what's every happening? show because she every listens show. to us, so she she listens. Got the peaks. Oh, she does. She got got I mean, but I, and again, a shout wait till out to I go to Europe. Wait till I go. Wait till I go to London. I want to see her watch. That's where London, she lives. Eh? That way we can see her watch. You going to London? Eh? That's not a creepy. I didn't mean that. What's <laughs> I'm saying? I would like to see her just so all you know. Saying, you went, all of a sudden, you went from Bruma all the way to Stocker. Stocker pervert. That's me when I go with. Okay. And start next to you. <laughs> Can I be the watch to your Sherlock? <laughs> okay, Jude. <laughs> I've been working on my Michael Caine. You want to hear my Michael Caine? Or what? Okay. Or, 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 or. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up. So, they say Batman. They say Batman. <laughs> That's fucked Duh. Let me be your Alfred till you till you're Batman. Would you let me be your Alfred? That's right. I could you know, make fun of people in all accents, bro. What's up? That's good. Well, if I could be Christian Bale, be Christian Bale is a but I respect him. <laughs> He's in a lot of movies. You're right. He's the Christian Slater of London. Christian Word. <laughs> Word. With a lot more movies and a lot more talent. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. You're going to slander Christian Slater? Because you know he's on the No, I was team. talking about Christian Slater. Oh. oh over Bale? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> 
you know I hate him in Batman. I don't like him as Batman. Because if you know if there's like a set, if there's like a B team of the Men on Pause <laughs> tournament, Christian Slater is going to be there. Yeah, next year. And he might graduate the team, man. Because he's still out here working. He's still out here working. Dude, dude. He did Gleaming the Cube, the skateboarding movie. Without His first how movie, man. <laughs> that is a dope movie, Gleaming the Cube. He was a DJ and a skateboarder at that time. <laughs> and the fucking murder mystery solver. <laughs> What? What? No, I'm confusing movies. Christian Slater did like the similar movie. Like, so he was he would like skate, but then he was like trying to find out who murdered his brother and this whole other. I can't. Well, that's why he was and his brother was hot. His uh, no, not hot. I'm thinking of fucking Fast and Furious now. His brother was Asian. He had an adopted brother. That movie. See, I, so I'm not See? fucking. I was right. He Gle- was an Gle- investigative Gle- murderer. Yeah, killed and he was a murder, yeah. a murder so investigator. Skateboarding. He yeah. did it. And DJ. So he was a skateboarder, DJ, murder investigator. Crime yeah, yeah, cop slash. There you go. Detective. Yeah. There you go. But private yeah, investigative. That's wow, yeah. All yeah. right. It's a dope movie, though. Gleaming the Cube. Shout out. Let's promote that movie 30, 40 years later. <laughs> Gleaming the Cube. Gleaming the Cube. Tony Hawk was in that movie, by the way. Oh, so, I, so now you you're know. selling it. Now you're selling yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody put it on a DVD a couple of years ago. That's <laughs> like four copies left. That shit wasn't even VHS. It was like a film reel. <laughs> you need a projector to see that shit. Oh, All right. Well, shout out to the Watch Squad. Watch Squad. Watch Squad. All right. This has been another unofficial Men Off Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. We have been your host. It has been me, Jerry D I A Z, aka Edmo Foca. And I am the 16th letter P. It's called the Great Robin Bird who once said, Listen, if you're ever alone out there in the world, remember, you always have us. These biker boys are ride or die. We burn rubbers, not your soul. <laughs> I don't know what that shit still gives me. I Because see here, we show no mercy. We strike first, we strike hard. Yeah, okay, my penis. Until next time, vaya. Go, Dios. Vaya con Dios! Vaya con Dios. Cheesy.